the red carpet and hang with the stars. Going upstream with Breitbart and Melissa Calloway Show. Talk 94.5. And joining us live on the air is the one and only Jerome Hudson. Good morning, Jerome. Uh, good morning. There probably are more Jerome Hudsons out there, but I am unique. <laughs> God made you me special. You certainly are. You certainly are. So I missed you. I missed you last Tuesday. I was off, but how? Um, uh, how are yeah. things? How did Nick do? How did Nick do for you? Yeah, I mean, well, you're still on the air, so he didn't burn the uh, program down. Um, That's right. Yeah, it was fun. It was okay. fun. He just basically he basically spent the entire segment calling me wrong in the most polite way possible. <laughs> Why do you got to lie? Abuse. Why do you got to lie? Such abuse. Such abuse, I'm sure, is not permitted uh, by you. But but uh, I hope you had a great birthday. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I was I was working somewhere else that day, but uh, 50 things they don't want you to know. And also the author of 50 things they don't want you to know about Trump. Uh, But one of the things uh, that was really uh, taking the uh, that's your by the way, your two books that are available right now. One of the things that I thought was really bizarre was was how everybody I mean, Dave Chappelle, he's just like, He's like a, a ticking time bomb. I don't know if they're going to cancel him, pick him off. I don't know what's going to happen with this guy. Uh, they, oh, they had a movie show. Canceled. He called it the yeah. gay disease for monkeypox. I mean, what what do you think about him? He's not going to get canceled. He 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 actually just turned down his his high school performing arts alma mater. They wanted to name the performing arts school after him. After some uproar from the little woke teenagers who go to the school, probably don't realize how blessed they are. Uh, he, he's like, you know what? Don't name the school after me. Name it after another uh, great black uh, icon in history. So I, I think uh, Chappelle just uh, performed over the weekend a sold-out show in Madison Square Garden. I believe he opened for Chris Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> Dave Chappelle's opening for these guys. Wow. Dave Chappelle's fine. Um, and, you know, he lives on a farm in, uh, in Ohio, so he's good. What he's doing, though, is, I think, just the best crusade for the First Amendment that mm-hmm. we've seen in a very long time. He wanted to perform um, at a, a historic uh, venue in Minneapolis. It's, like, known as the the place where Prince would go on a, on a Tuesday evening, you know, and just perform for whoever. It's an iconic venue, about 50 trans revelers, activists, protested, swearing in the bullhorns. So the owner of, uh, of uh, First Avenue concert venue said, hey, Dave, it's just crazy out here. So that, can't, that show is canceled. Dave Chappelle finds a new venue about three miles away and just rips into those trans activists, particularly the ones that had him forced him to move his show, but just in general, sort of the handful of, of the minority, but very loud minority of people who just, they, they don't actually understand that Dave Chappelle is not actually trying to smear anyone. He's not hurling personal attacks. He's just saying, look, I tell jokes. I've been doing this since I was 13. And for the first time in my life, you know, people are hearing my jokes and are taking them as personal attacks when I don't mean anything other than to just simply make 
the overwhelming majority of people laugh at a, at a, at a topic that is very serious. I mean, you have mm-hmm. surgeons and doctors, uh, in some cases, in some states, being subsidized with taxpayer dollars, just lobbing off 13-year-old girls' breasts. Um, you know, Dave Chappelle is just doing what comedians have done for generations, just sort of trying to find some humor in otherwise horrific headlines. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the you know, sometimes, the, you know, you'll be si- sitting there listening to what he's saying and then you cringe because, you know, it's <laughs> like they're going to, you know, throw arrows at him. And then you think, well, you know, he's kind of right. You know, you know, here here we are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he said it. But but years ago, it, w- it would be something that, you know, poking fun at at, you know, the seriousness of life is what comedy is about. You know, it's about finding those those hypocrisies. And usually comedians are very smart and they see that hypocrisy so clearly and they yeah. point it out and everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's true, you know. Um, and yeah. so without that, you know, where, where are we going to be if we don't have that kind of comedy? I mean, what other yeah, kind of comedy is there? The comedians are the vanguards of, of free speech in this country right now. Um, Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is the director of Get Out, Us, and Nope. Uh, is, is they the two of them used to have this show called Key and Peele, and they went on a comedy tour years ago together. And it, 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 I, I can't remember which one, if it was Jordan Peele or Keegan Michael Key, telling jokes about uh, will uh, wheelchair bound people. Um, but a, a, a writer, a critic at the show, um, wrote a uh, well. Key and Peele wrote a Time Magazine article about this one set that they had, in which they were, I guess, both riffing about you know people who were bound to wheelchairs. And it, I guess it was controversial, but they said that this kind of comedy is important, uh, not because so much as like the people in the audience laughing, but in one particular set, there were wheelchair bound people who were actually laughing at the jokes that they were mm-hmm. telling about people in wheelchairs. Um, I, Eddie Murphy a couple of years ago came out and said in 1996, in the mid nineties, he was getting pushback from gay activist groups about his, his, his jokes. Um, you know, about gay people. And, and like Eddie Murphy's like, man, it's like, I'm the nicest person, <laughs> you know, around. And he, and he, and he was like, you know, but nobody talked about how Hollywood canceled Ellen DeGeneres twice because she was lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I applaud it. I think it's one of the reasons why Breitbart News exists. We are able to sort of thread the needle and get into the nuance and the details about how Dave Chappelle is not a bigot. Um, I mean, his wife is, is, is an Asian woman. Um, you know, I mean, I guess I guess that doesn't exactly exclude you from being a bigot, but you know, mm-hmm. he, he's just a comedian. Yeah. And, you, you, I mean, 99% of the people contracting monkeypox are men, as Anthony Fauci just told me on MSNBC, are <laughs> men who have sex with men. Right. Now, that is that is generally that generally classifies you as a gay man, Mm -hmm. Um, whatever a man is. Am I right, Nick? Uh, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It shouldn't be controversial for Dave Chappelle 
uh, to call the disease a gay disease. I mean, it it seems a little it seems a little uncouth. I guess I don't know, but we need more. You know, of it. like my my aunt told me she uh, I was talking with her. Uh, she lives in New York, and she says, "Did you see what's going on with monkeypox here? Like ninety percent of the cases are in Manhattan or in the one of the five boroughs, and she lives in." one of the five boroughs. And she says, I went to the doctor and I said, should I be concerned about monkeypox? And, you know, she's 73 years old, you know, she's married to a man. And and he's like, as long as you're not gay and, and, and actively involved in all sorts of, you know, sexual antics um, on the club scene, I think you're okay. You know, you don't have to worry about it. She's like, I need the vaccine or what's happening. Um, And so, (laughs) you know, it it could be confusing for people. And and you don't want to say, well, that's for, you know, it's almost like it's almost like people are are saying it's a venereal disease. And so if you get monkeypox, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, you were doing something, you know, that nobody wants to talk about. I'll tell you right now, if I can track monkeypox. It's kind of one of those things like every once a week, I'll tell a, a very close friend or family member, like, hey, if I turn up dead, I did not kill myself. Like, no matter <laughs> what they say, I didn't kill myself. Uh, and if I get monkeypox, you know, I'm, go- I, I, I'm, I'm not ahead of this ball. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like, I, I didn't do it. I've been heterosexual. I love all my gay friends. Uh, but I just touched the wrong doorknob. Nobody's going to believe that, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know, it's the truth. It, it seems that way. Now, you know, here I'm a big uh, believer of free market. So yeah. what happened with Netflix, and we've talked about this, how they went so woke, they went broke. <laughs> um, Disney is going that way, I believe. I mean, yeah. everyone's talking about Marvel's. Thor, um, Love and Thunder, and they're talking about how some people are saying it's too gay, other people saying it's so wonderfully gay. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't. You know, to I don't. I just think that that people are going to um, control what is what they what is being created for entertainment by you yeah. know their their wallets, and if you don't want to see that movie, then don't. And and it's suffering, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 gonna it's not gonna be a billion dollar success in the way that's that uh the previous uh Thor that Taiki Watiti directed Thor Thor three, Thor four, uh is not gonna be a billion dollars plus. Um now that is partly because it's been shut out of the Chinese market and over a dozen other uh countries. Um, but, but see, this is a branding issue that Disney slash Marvel has, and it's really coming home to roost. It, they leaned too far into mm-hmm. the LGBTQ plus, uh, direction. And, you know, the, the overwhelming majority of people, um, with some of these movies are sort of marketed to families and, you know, not all, but probably most parents don't really necessarily want or have the time to sit down and investigate just how many, you know, gay kissing scenes mm-hmm. are going to be in the superhero movie. Uh, Cause they don't want to have that conversation with their children. Um, I don't, again, in all of this, I don't necessarily think that Disney is going to wake up and, and, and just say, 
you know, it just put this kind of content in their movies, in their TV shows, and just let people sort of watch the shows for the merits of the writing, the drama, mm-hmm. the action, the suspense. No, it's, it's the virtue signaling is the overwhelming majority of the thing that matters to Disney. I, I really have no idea why they're leaning so I have hard no idea this. why they're doing it either. It is a business model. Um, yeah. But that's okay. But, I mean, you know, yeah, it's capitalism. No, do what you want to do. not how I would run the mouth out. Right. But, exactly. Know. And if they want I'm to. A, I'm not a shareholder as far as I know either. I have to say, I have, I just have a money man in Tallahassee. <laughs> he, he makes he makes good money. So I don't actually know if I own Disney stuff. <laughs> All right, Jerome Hudson. You can find him on Breitbart.com, upstream with Breitbart News. Thanks, Jerome. We'll talk to you next week. Always a pleasure. God bless. Thank you.